Hey, thanks for joining us here on another episode of About Fate. Uh, we have uh, another great episode for y'all today. Um, but before we get started, I do want to say, uh, just go ahead and like, share, and subscribe to this podcast from wherever you're listening at. But again, I do want to thank everybody for coming and joining us. I have, uh, I know it's going to be a good, she'll probably say something different, but I think it's going to be a good testimony. <laughs> uh, it is my sister. I'll say my sister now. We like family. Uh, and my sister, Erica Howard, how are you doing today? Oh, doing great. Doing uh, great. I'm glad you decided to stop by and share with us your testimony. Absolutely. You know, it's been two years since I asked you and you ignored me the first time, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. I'm glad you stopped by. So uh, I don't want to take up too, more, too much of your time. I know you're a busy person. So uh, uh, I just want to like get into it. I know that I'm sure people will be blessed by the end of it. So um, I would start off with like, um, I know you you weren't born in Texas, were you? No, no, no. I was actually uh, born in Florida. So I'm a Floridian. Okay. Yeah. Why do Orlando? I say Kansas? Okay. Because I went to college oh, in okay. Kansas. I just made, and so I just... we moved here to Texas when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad got a new job, relocated uh, here and uh to arlington area and then we end up in the hearst area okay and so i grew up really there and then when i was 18 moved to kansas for college okay and so i'm a jayhawk rock chalk jayhawk so what was it like i guess going (laughs) up in florida you don't want to say that this is texas so i know i know know it's a whole different (laughs) i know (laughs) but uh what was it like i guess growing up in the uh, in your house, so I was about to say Howard, but that wasn't your name. <laughs> yeah, Armstead um, was my maiden name, so we were like the only Armsteads. I think anybody with the last name Armstead is probably a family like uh-huh. related to me somehow because it's an unusual name. But anyways, um, you know, my my dad was an engineer. Okay, um, he was an aerospace engineer. That sounds um, difficult. <laughs> you know, he loved math, and he was always building something at the house you know my mom um was a social worker and uh, she did everything from help people like find jobs and she came and spoke about career Mm -hmm. like readiness um to our high school and stuff like that and so um my parents did work and um you know we did you know they would come home we were latchkey kids you know we Mm -hmm. wore our keys around our necks and walked um down the street uh raised in a predominantly um white name is that okay to say i don't know right neighborhood um where we were one of the only black families at the time the cosby show was prevalent so (laughs) we, we were compared a lot to them uh you know growing up you know, but my parents worked really hard trying to give us everything that they could give us. That uh-huh. They were both raising the projects, you know, both working, uh, you know, the, the, the parents worked really hard, you know, and, and so they just really wanted to give us a life that was different than what mm-hmm. they had. And yeah. so um, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for the experiences I had when I was a child. Was it like, was it like a religious background? Because I just want to know, because, you know, everybody has that different background. Yeah, um, so we started to go to church when we uh, moved out here about, um, I was probably like nine or ten. So before that, it um, wasn't. So, you know. but, yeah, before it was kind of a, it's not in my memory. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> we were in Florida, so maybe like we would go every now and then. Yeah. But like before then, it really wasn't. Yeah. Uh, we were invited to church by one of my dad's friends that was out here already um and so we would go uh we went to west side baptist church okay. and so uh sunday mornings wednesday nights children's choir you know the whole nine yeah. you know the memory verses sunday school you know just that, yeah. that whole thing frilly socks pretty dresses you know what? um that's how that's frilly you know like the frilly socks you know, okay, the fancy, the you know, the ruffles. Oh, the little girl. Oh, okay. The ruffle socks, oh, okay. you know, I call okay. them really, anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we we were just that kind of family, you know. My, my, my dad wasn't really 
he didn't go to church with us. So he was the type of guy that um, he was like, I'm, "We're going this one time." Yeah, listen, <laughs> he he would find everything to do at the house. He wash his car, uh, work on the yard, you know. So we always, you know, always kind of longed for all four of us to be together. Yeah, you know, at church. Yeah, and um, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, so we we were in the choir, my brother and I, and we uh, participated in all the youth events. Um, and about 14, you know, it was just like, I don't know, there was always something different for me, mm-hmm. something that was drawing me like more and more to God. And, um, you know, I was that kid in the class that wanted everybody else to be quiet because I, I had a question about the Bible. Yeah. And so, you know, Bible study, they get the teachers that just want to work with the kids or not. Sometimes they're not like professional teachers. Right. And so they didn't know how to like run a class, you know. Right. And so, you know, kids are kids they, that they get to, you know, get in the class and cut up. And so I had a question. I wanted right. I wanted to <laughs> actually have class and learn about, you know, the lesson, in, you know, in the Bible, which is unusual for like my counterparts. And so yeah. um, when I was about 15, I started asking my mom if I could go to church with my friend yeah. and she didn't like that, you know, cause you know, not only did, you know, my dad not go to church with the, you know, so, so like separate. Everybody yeah, going now everybody's way. going different places, <laughs> but she was um, from the school of thought, you know, I'd rather her be in a church rather than upset, you know, be a, you know, not wanting to come to this one. So she allowed me to come go to my friend's church Um which was uh, First Baptist Church of Euless. Okay. It's a big old church off of uh, 183. Yeah, yeah. And it was uh, predominantly a uh, white church. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, that was the first place that I, I learned really how to study the Bible, which mm-hmm. was interesting because one of the ladies there would have devotionals with us before Wednesday night study. So I'll say I didn't, um, and initially I was only going on Wednesday nights. And mm-hmm. so I was always going to, with her to church on Sunday, but she would study the Bible with us. And I learned um, all kinds of things about how God loved me and how, you know, he was concerned about, you know, what I was concerned about and just the different miracles he performed. Like we knew the basic stuff growing up, but like yeah. it was just a little bit more personal. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. So you said you decided, did you, I guess it sounded like you enjoyed it once you kind of started to go through like the devotionals. And- yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we started to, you know, there, they had like a basketball court no. and, and like <laughs> the lights were out and you, I could sing of his life. I mean, you know, your hands are up, lifted and, you know, it was like a whole concert, like every Wednesday. And then, yeah. you're, you know, it was a whole bunch of kids, teenagers from all different walks of life. And so it was just fun you yeah. know it was just fun so that's what i guess like so i guess so you said like you went here with it is that did they have any influence on where you went to school like where you went to college decided to go no because i didn't stay there i only stayed there for like a year and mm-hmm. then i met a, another friend um who was going to a church of god in christ and um when i went there and you know a few of the kids commented on, on my dress <laughs> what I had on and I was like you can't wear this to church and so and then I saw people speaking in tongues for the first time and okay. I was like what is happening over here <laughs> and um you know they had the drums it was just high it was a different kind of hype you know and I was over there with with my other friends yeah and it was just different and I was like okay. I like this like I miss this and you know I enjoyed and so I started going there you know, just because and I, I learned about the Holy Ghost. I never mm-hmm. really learned about the Holy Ghost before Amen. and like what they were doing. You yeah. Know? So it was interesting. Was it, was it like a, I guess, culture shock to go from one to the other? Um, More or less, you know, I would say culture because of who I was around, but also like the way that, you know, they praise God and then just the information that I was receiving, mm-hmm. you know, it was like wow, there's more, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's more that I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing like what, out what on. What do you mean? Like, like more, like what? Like more to God, like oh, okay. more, more, um, like, you know, I learned about the Holy ghost and how he was a keeper. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I never heard of this before, yeah. you know, because of the way I was raised, like, 
you know, grace was the thing. The thing, that, yeah, that yeah, kept, yeah. You know, that was it. And so, um, I, I never really heard about any Makes of that sense. before. And so, I learned that there was like uh, God wanted you to live holy. He wanted you to actually live a life, right? You know, right. so you couldn't do everything, right. you know. And so, I was like, man, this is this is pretty cool, you know. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I continued to stay because I was I was sixteen, yeah. And it was hard going to church without my parents because. Right. It's like you just didn't have anybody to cling to, but I'm so grateful because it seems like everywhere I've been, the pastor and his family just kind of took me in as yeah. their own. And right. so it's that's that's been like that. And I, I really thank God for that because that is like the reason why, you know, I I've, I've, I feel like I've been able to uh, be, be kept this whole this whole time. Yeah. So. You weren't, are you in, you're not in college yet, are you? No, I was actually 16. Um, and the miracle, I say God has his hand on my life, my whole life. You know, CC Winans sings a song, um, the, the goodness of God. Uh-huh. And I mean, literally, like when I hear that song, it's like my testimony because my whole life he's been faithful. Um, and he's he had his hand on, like, his literally, I can feel like his hand out of heaven, like leading and guiding me. Yeah. Um, because after that, I went. To we have a um, Church of God in Christ conventions, you know, like yeah, AIM yeah, yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah. So we would go to AIM every year, and my pastor, you know, he was in a, a a conference and was sitting right next to this guy, a pastor from Olathe, Kansas, which okay. is about thirty minutes from my my campus where I yeah. went to school in Lawrence. And so he was like, I have a young person about to go to school out there, and so he was like, Oh, let me meet her. This we were in like. St. Louis or something at the time. And so I met the pastor out there and my, like literally my first Sunday at, in college, he, he came, him and his family came and got me mm-hmm. for four years, every Sunday. Oh, and I mean, it can't, you know what I'm saying? Because right. a college student, you want to do right, but there's so many yeah. things that are pulling at you, right. you know? So being with a family and being with the church home and ha- having a place to call home yeah. was so special. Yeah. I would say, uh, and I know, I know this may be different. So you you spoke to like being in college, and there's so many things pulling at you. Uh, I always think about like teenagers going to college, and like just like the things that are pulling at them. Can you speak to like some of those things, and like how important it is, I guess, to hang on to the foundation of God? Oh God! Because I'm yeah. pretty sure you saw people that came in that were probably like like you that just was like totally different person by the time like I guess y'all were getting ready to graduate. Probably not even it probably didn't even take that long for them to be somebody totally different. And I tell you, I mean you I saw some people just wild I mean they just went nuts. They wild out. Like just just was parents weren't there. They wouldn't go to class. I mean there's so many things. You can go to parties you know, you can um, skip class. There's nobody there trying to say, you know, get up and go to class. Right, you have right. like, you know. Right. Like all this, like, <laughs> I guess things pulling at you. And and I always feel like it's, it seems like it's worse, I guess, for like people that have a Christian background. They get there and they want to be like something yeah. totally different. They, they want to be things. like, they want to try to like drop that image of being like this Christian person. So, I mean, I guess, like you said, that is a blessing. You were able to meet somebody before you got there that yeah. was going to be, I guess, make sure that you came to church. I mean, and, and that was really only on Sundays. And so I had a church home, um, but there was a church, like a local church where like everybody would go. And it was just like that church that you knew you just went to church there. Just be able to t- tell your parents you went to church. Cause right, it was right, like, right. you saw the same people from, the club yeah. there on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, you know, the clubs that, that, that were available and I went to school in a small town, so right. I can imagine going to school in a town, like a party city and right, stuff like right, that. Right. But, um, you know, just the relationships, the older people that you're, that you're, you're there with. I mean, you're, if you're 18 years old and you've never had any experiences, like you get out there and you experience life for real, you right. know? Right. And so, yeah. and so, uh, so what was college like? Were you still like involved in church and everything, or was it like, yeah, for the first three years, I could say, uh, you know, I, I was that girl on campus, the church girl, even though I had friends, I was friends with a lot of athletes because I've always just kind of been around yeah. that, and um, you know, they just knew, like, you know, Erica doesn't do that, you know, right? Um, I didn't date much, you know, yeah. um. 
I just wasn't that girl, you know? And so, um, you know, my senior year wasn't the best year, I would say. I I don't know, you know. What changed? Super, you know, the enemy is super subtle, you know? Yeah. Um, And that's one thing I think you have to watch for because sometimes we think that things are just so innocent, you know, like, you you know, you're going out with a friend and it's, oh, you know, I got this or I'm in control of this situation. And you, you, you find yourself in environments that you have no business in. Right. And like any moment you, you know, you slip up. Right. You know, and um, that can trigger that, you know, that can cause you to, you know, a series of unfortunate e- right, events in right, your life, right, right. you know, just that one, you know, when you feel like you have it all together and then you make that poor decision and instead of going to God and repenting, so, sometimes that spirals you down, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, I don't know. I, I was full of anxiety, you know, just mm-hmm. not knowing what was next for me and just, just all over the place mentally. And so uh, my senior year was, was tough because yeah. where I was supposed to have it together, right? like I was losing it. And then right. I guess that, you know, that feeling of being just even more grown, you right. know? Right. And, um, Cause you go from being yeah. 18 to 21, 21 and yeah. now you got a job. Right. And, right. It's a yeah. totally different mindset. So we're like, I guess you said like anxiety, was it just school or was it just like pressures of like life? Cause I mean, a lot of people feel like peer pressure stuff. Like they look at it like, Oh, it's just like teenagers. Were there any peer pressure from like people around oh, or yeah. was it just like, um, or was it just like, you know, I guess like I'm tired of like, being the standout, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you know, you're having to juggle everything, work, school, mm-hmm. trying to decide what you want to be, mm-hmm. li- living up to what your parents think you should be. Right. Um, And so that, and then trying to find a job, right. you know, and feeling like, well, I have this degree now, so I should have a job or right, I should, right, you know, right. and then seeing your friends like land jobs or whatever. Right. Um, And just feeling like you know you're grown and you can make certain decisions mm-hmm. but i think just the stigma of you know when you mess up like you can't come like you just feel like you can't, can't come back you know mm-hmm. that's interesting because i was just reading like the prodigal son so <laughs> and I, I was literally having it i guess the guard wanted me he knew you was gonna say that, so. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was um like that's an interesting fact because you know he wanted to leave mm-hmm. he wanted to get out in the and go experience something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people that grow up in church, a lot of times that's what they they want. They want to go and experience something different, not realizing they have everything that they need right there. Right. There, right? And he, I mean, like when you read that story, like he he gets out and he it he wastes all his money, mm-hmm. and he literally could have went back right then, but he yeah. never even never thinks even that. And that's what the enemy wants you to like. He wants you to forget, like, hey, you can come back Absolutely. to God. And that's like sometimes not the first thing in your mind when you're mm-hmm. messing up. And like you said, he comes in subtly, so and so like, he gets you to the lowest point. Yes. Great, great God. I mean, thankfully that the prodigal son realized, like, hey, you know, I don't have to be subjected to this. I can go back home. But so many kids, like, don't. And, like, yeah. spiritually, you know, you got kids that lose their life and, you know what I mean, they wind up in yeah. or jail or mm-hmm. in hell, even worse, dead and in hell, right? So mm-hmm. um, just forgetting that they can come back to uh-huh. yeah. come back to God is, yeah. I think, an important thing to always remember. And then, you know, you get out there and then you start thinking, well, I've never done this stuff before. Yeah. And, you know, you have these so-called friends that are like, you know, oh man, you're so fun. Yeah. You know, I think a apostle was was preaching this the other night, and he's like, you know, you're you're sinning, you're doing drugs, you're drunk all the time, throwing up, staggering, and they're like, oh, that's the fun you, you know, yeah, yeah. And they want to keep you out there, but then whenever you get saved and cleaned up, they're like, oh yeah, you're boring, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so growing <laughs> up is like, you know, you know, you see the stuff, and you're thinking, man. You know, I just want to experience this stuff. You get out there and ain't nothing out there, though. It's like, not, you get right. further and further away, and it makes you feel like you can't come back, right. you know. But thanks be to God, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and what did, what did, like, so I guess, like, I mean, living more like you said, you. So did, was there ever a point where you stopped going to church? You just stopped, like, going? That's the thing. For me, and that's, you know, it's funny because I just knew 
that I always had to go to church on Sundays. So you, like, so you, yeah. so you were just I was religious. one of them. Like, I, was gonna, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I never missed a Sunday. No way. I, and I moved to Nebraska after Kansas. Yeah. And so I lived in Nebraska for a little bit. Found me a church home. Look, was going to church. Was, I, that, was that like a coping mechanism? Almost. I don't, you know, I think I, you know, I really wanted to live right. I wanted to get my life together and I knew, you know, because I wasn't, it wasn't too far gone. I can say maybe two years yeah. I was out there. Yeah. You know, anything could have happened, in you two, know, yeah, yeah. you know, in one day, yeah. you know yeah, what I'm thanks. saying? So like <laughs> hour, you know? So I think about that. And the reason why I asked was it like a coping is because I think about it, right? I mean. We know we see people, right? You're like, mm-hmm. you're not living right, and then like, but they're faithful to church. You're like, man, well, it's a front, like, you it's know a, what I mean? Like, a, why, like, why be faithful? Like, it's a front, it doesn't, you can't wear both jerseys, like, you can't be on both teams at the same time. That's one like, thing, it, it just doesn't work. It, it was about the people, you know, people right. do things because people are watching, and yeah. so, you know, um, if somebody ever asked me, oh, yeah, I go to church, you know, like, yeah. and I'm saved, yeah, but I'm out there doing whatever, you know, right. and so, um, that that was. You know, one of the things I could say was that, oh, yeah, I know the Lord, you know, you know, but I was still doing, you know, whatever I wanted to, you know. Right. And so I knew it wasn't right, but I knew that I could still learn of God. You know, I, I was learning more about God, but it was so hard, you know, because I didn't, That's a you know, dangerous I didn't have place to be. It was horrible. That's dangerous terrible. because you feel like, like you said, like I'm learning about God, mm-hmm. but you're like, I'm doing what. I'm, I'm doing, doing everything that's not like like that's a dangerous mindset. It was so it's, it's bad. so easy to get trapped into. Oh, yeah. it? And when you read the word, you're like, that's a it's it's borderline like reprobate when you read it because it's almost Absolutely. like I don't like you know, it's you're putting on this front and you're telling yourself, well, you're telling you have to tell yourself that you're right, and when you know. You when you really right. know, like I'm not right, this like is not this right. is not the right and at, at, at any moment something could go wrong. Right. Like, and you know that in the back of your head, like, you know, you could be like this whole charade, right. <laughs> you right. know, could be over at any moment that you slip up, you right. know? And so that's the hard part because, you know, the enemy can trick you into thinking that you're okay. Right. You know, and that God still got you. And so you, you know, you have those sins, those um, permissive, you know what I'm saying? Like when you ask for forgiveness right. before, you go and do the sin. Yeah, they try to be like, they try to get like permission. I guess yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, they have and, like sins of omission. And, yeah. And so, right. and so, you know, you know, what you're about to do is wrong and you do it anyway. And you right. think that guy's just going to forgive you seven times. You know, with that, but people say, oh, seven times. Say, oh, that's not even yeah. right. It's not even right. Way. And so, so it's like, uh, that's for you to forgive your brother. But, not right, for- not <laughs> guy, you know, and so it was like, you, you, you hear those things and you just, you know, feel like, okay, guys, I'm going to get it together. Or if you just get me out of this one situation, I'm, I'm going to serve, you know, I'm going to do right this time. You know, and people say that stuff all the time. And, um, you know, I think about this church world now, you have so many people that are living for other people. Like right. they're going and they're, they're going to church because that's what's, what's expected of them. Yeah. But their life is raggedy, Yeah. you know, and I, I was there, yeah. you know, I was there. I remember, you know, so I can't look at them cause you know, the Bible says such with some of you, right. like, you know, yeah. and so, you know, to be able to share this, this, this testimony and know that. You know, you can't fake the front. You know, when, when it comes to living for God, you've got to come all the way. Right, right. Out, you know. Yeah. That's what I literally was just talking about, like, recently, like, on the podcast. Like, you have so many people that try to, um, they don't want to serve God and, like, and be sincere in, their, in, in, in spirit and in truth. They literally try to, like, serve God, like, with one foot in. Oh, yeah. And then, like, one foot out. Like, and you really can't experience, like, can't. the fullness of You're God so right. and the, like, glory of God and the blessings of God. Like, yeah. You don't get to experience any of that. And you're wondering why. Like, you'll say, like, mm-hmm. I had anxiety. You're wondering why. Like, and I'm not saying that you won't have anxious times being saved, mm-hmm. but, like, a lot of the things is because it's. You're basically trying to live. You're living a life of a spa, like, right? You know right. what I mean. Like right. and you're trying to live a double life, That's and it. and it doesn't it doesn't work. If you and work. so like, and what happened is you'll try to be in character, and you forget you're out of character. You're like, oh, I'm trying to live yeah. this way one day, and then when I'm around these <laughs> people, around, I'm this person, listen. and then when I'm around these people, I'm trying to be this person, and it's just it doesn't really work. And so uh, that's really what I, I talked about. Yeah, on like. 
the recent podcast, mm-hmm. like of just like the goals of this year, just yeah. to have like an intentional goal of being like intentional worship with God. Like my it's, life should be real with God. It's gotta be. And even I think that has to, that's a constant reminder for even those that have been saved for like 20 years is that, you know, we cannot, this has to be like, this is a heart thing. It has right. to be like real. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, you can't get up, you know, in church and fake it. You can't right. go there just because the camera's looking at you or right. you think, you know, somebody's looking in your direction or right. whatever. Like, this is a real life, like, life or death, you yeah. know, situation where you got to be real with God because right. that's the only way you're going to yeah. grow. And it doesn't and it doesn't work that way, right? With so many, so many scriptures that talks about why it doesn't work, right? He don't hear a sinner mm-hmm. when he pray. So you're like, I'm praying and nothing's happening. Cause I've heard people tell me stuff like that. I've heard people tell me they gave God ultimatums. Like, like I oh, came to God and he really? has three three months to make my life better. And I was like, Well, that's that's also letting him know you're not really here yeah, for him, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like not like nobody the would, fishes in the boats. Who, like, who, you know? who goes into a relationship if somebody told you you're like, no, right, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, like so. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, people don't have like the right mindset, and I, I I totally understand that too. Like, you know, we've been there, like such, like we were those, we were mm-hmm. the people that acted crazy. I mean, I also I grew up in church, and I've been there. I would pray at night I'm like why am I praying and at mm. one point I got to that like why am I praying mm. at night like knowing like, I'm gonna get up and like, do, 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 do. Yeah, like and so uh well what at what point did God like I know you were out there you said it wasn't long but at what point did God start like dealing with you himself well uh I do met my remember? husband yeah I remember <laughs> I you know I met my husband and um he introduced me to full gospel, which I've never heard of. You know, I grew up in Fort Worth area. So, yeah. and it's crazy because it was one out there. Like, it's, well, yeah, there was one out there. Yeah. And then, um, then this, in this huge church out here that everybody out here knew, like, I had never heard of it. <laughs> and so, uh, I started going, you know, with him, you know, just visiting with him when, uh, we were engaged. And so it came to, and I, and I had, I had a church home, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the church that I went to before I went to college, you know, yeah. and so I moved back here and um, gotten back in church and, um, you know, we got married and it was time to choose a church home. Right. And I was just like, y- y'all got too many rules. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not coming. And so, but then I thought about, it went back, I, you know, my mind went back to my childhood and my dad not going to church with with uh us right and how i felt you know and the one thing i always longed for was my family to right. be in church because all these years i'd been either in church with my mom and my brother or by myself right so i didn't want to have that divided the house yeah. divided and so i asked god you know to help me with that decision of course you know i thank god that his hand was still on me even whenever you just I was still making some really qu- questionable decisions yeah. and stuff and so um you know he directed me to uh, follow my husband and that's biblical you know and yeah. so um you know I joined full gospel there in Garland and e- even there you know um we thank God for the word that was going forth you know but I still had a really bad understanding right of you know God's standards and right. and well living holy meant right you know uh because i wasn't raised like that right. and it was very hard for me to make that transition right if you understand what i'm saying yeah. you know and so um one day and, I, and and people always say you know i've been saved for 20 years i've been saved for 40 years i don't know when you know i can't <laughs> pinpoint <laughs> i'm just glad he did it you know what i'm saying <laughs> Like it, it was a it was a while ago, but yeah. when I'm you know when I woke up and I decided that you know God I want to be obedient to Your will and Your <laughs> ways, you know, <laughs> and that, that that's the way you know because I was there and I was still kind of yeah you know and I didn't really understand what it meant to you know being perfect in the stage of salvation yeah, that yeah. you're in, Which and is- so maybe that's what it was. You know, I was um, growing, like, growing, you know, yeah, yeah. and and he was still grooming me. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I can recall very vividly that I I was asking God, I, I prayed and asked God to help me be obedient and open up my understanding. That's a big one. I and, feel like a lot of people, that's a, that's one prayer I even, even after like 
believe in for God. I still have to pray. God, you got to help me understand. And and <laughs> it's a big you, you know, and even when I don't understand, allow me to be obedient yes. to what you want me to do. And you know, because I didn't understand why right. we did everything that we did. Right. You know, and so it made it even harder because I didn't understand. Right. But I wanted to be obedient. Right. And when I started to be obedient. That's when he opened up my understanding. Right. You just got to kind of like, just do what he told you to do. Just do what he told you to do. <laughs> so it's like, just like, quit asking so many questions. Yeah, <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so it is like, I mean, and so like you said, like, you're like, God, I don't understand. You know, I want to do it, but, you know. And that's what it's like, I guess it's like, I would think about them other songs, like, we'll understand it, like, better by and by. by. And so, like, sometimes it's like, I don't, and you're like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, sometimes yeah. you just need a little more, like, wisdom a little more time and, yeah. and it's like oh that makes sense and trust me I, I i still pray for like the same prayer like hey help me to be obedient help me to understand like even with leadership like hey i may not understand but like help mm -hmm. me like yeah. even when it comes to like auxiliary hey yeah. help me like you know working with people like help me because i i may not understand but you know i want to i don't want to be a hindrance to any of god's work exactly. and i also don't want to be like because i mean well, if you ain't helping, you hindering. So it don't yeah, matter what you do. Right. <laughs> so I never want to be like, right. like any any anybody that's causing like a friction or like you know what I mean. That's not that's not what the body of Christ is supposed that's to be. Not, so, no. uh, you know, you know how it is. Like, if you can be people always talk about right. We talk about like body, and this is a whole different tangent. But we talk yeah. about like the body of Christ, and yeah. if you you know, I was like having a, I was having an earache recently and i was like man it's just messing up my whole like mm -hmm. day and so you don't think mm -hmm. about like how, how you as funny. a person you may feel like you're not important but if you're like not working with leadership and the people that are in leadership and you're just causing friction you can just be throwing everything off and you could be making everything worse just in your own little yes spot that's i don't know i went no, on a tangent, that's, no, that's, <laughs> a whole tangent. that's right because you know the body one thing affects yeah the other thing and, and even with your family you know if there's one person in your family that's not doing you know uh their role right <laughs> you know it could throw everything else off, right you know right yeah so you said so you just broke up one day and <laughs> well it, it was it wasn't even that it was you know sitting in church and hearing that the testimonies of the righteous and, and and I was just it was so hard because I didn't understand yeah. and um at the time I was a coach you know I coached basketball volleyball yeah. and so the attire was 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 tough for me yeah. you know and so I you know it was just hard to mm -hmm. you know and I, I didn't want to live a double yeah. life you know I wanted to be real with God because I wanted the full understanding and I wanted not to be a hypocrite and I wanted to just right. you know um but it was that being obedient mm -hmm. to God, like, you know, making sure that no matter what anybody else did, that I'm obedient to what, you know, just try. Just, yeah. just you don't have to understand everything. Yeah. Just in the state that you're in right now, just operate, right. you know, where you need to be, where your understanding is. That's a blessing. And was that like the hardest trial were? Because I always know, like, we get saved, we have like things that we go through. Well, or was there something else since you've been saved? Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm pretty sure you got. I mean, look, as long yeah. as you've been saved, the more you like, man, <laughs> like, how, how long we got? I know. It's like, let me tell you, um, there are so many things after salvation, like um, the testimony of my son. Um, a lot of people don't know. We tried for a long time to have mm -hmm. another child, and I, we thought, well, hey, you know, we had one pretty quick, you know? Yeah. And so. It should be easy, right? right. And I, we didn't know what was going on or why. We we're just thinking that God had his perfect timing. Right. And, of course, he does, you right. know. Right. Um, but, you know, it was years and years and years. And so, you know, um, when when you're talking about infertility, you know, you go through all these, you yeah. know, and I, I know y'all's mm -hmm. testimony. Yeah. So you go through all these tests and everything like that and you know, they can't find anything. They just, you know, for, for me, it was like, well, we don't know what's wrong, you know, just, you know, whatever. And so I, I was thinking, okay, God, I really, you know, I was getting older and yeah. it was like, okay, what, what are we doing here? You know? Yeah. And so the blessing of that one day, uh, I was getting just a, you know, a annual checkup and the nurse stayed back and asked me if I had an MRI um, on my brain. And I was just like, that's random. You know, why would yeah. I have to do that? 
And so um, I went and checked it, you know, checked it out because it was like the last resort. I had done everything else. And this was over like a span of four or five years. Yeah. And um, the MRI was like super expensive because we hadn't met our deductible yet. And I was yeah. like, I can't afford to pay this yeah, and are. not know yeah. if, you know, <laughs> yeah. like just be paying this, you know. And so um, I was cleaning up the house and I was super young. Like, I, you know, I guess early 30s, which is, <laughs> I'm not that old, but yeah. anyway. Um, and I bent down and my back, like just went out, like couldn't get up. And I, I called the blessing, you know, the, you know, God bless my back to go out. You right, know, it was right. crazy because I had to crawl like to the room, couldn't move. Right. And I've always been athletic, yeah. inclined to working out. Yeah. Like it was crazy that my back went out. So guess what? I had to have an MRI, you know, on yeah. my back. Yeah. And so uh, we met the, the, you know, deductible and everything. And so then I was like, well, since we've already met it, I might as well get one of my brain. Sure enough, I had a tumor. Oh, wow. Um, on my pituitary gland oh, that was blocking my reproductive system. Oh. And so once we learned about that, started. So it wasn't to, like affecting you in your everyday life or nothing. Else. And that, that was the. Uh, the miracle about it because right. they said that people that had what I had, like they wouldn't see out of their peripheral vision. Yeah. Um, the headaches were supposed to be like massive yeah. blurred vision, um, different things going on, you know, from the woman's side of the body. Right. I had none of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just going on through life, you know? Yeah. So and I could so, also see like the doctor's like, well, nothing's they, wrong. Yeah. Like you don't have any, Thing ailing you like nothing, nothing. like right. Normal. They said you just got it, you know. And yeah. I'm thinking, God, what? So that was blocking, and it was just a a miracle. And um, you know, I they put me on some medicine and stuff like that, but you know, Is that what caused your back to go out too. Well, no, no, no. They uh, that was prior, like with the tumor. I, I don't know. I don't even know because it was in my my on, on my. <laughs> I was wondering, like, why did your like, the I back don't know. pain was like, just? It was just like something that happened. Random. I think I to did make you at least go. Like, get the <laughs> I think it was God. No, for real. That's why you called it a blessing. Because it like, was. I, don't know what's right. wrong with I, I was just walking. I bent down to pick up uh, something. I dropped and could not get back up. That's why I was. So, I was waiting. And you'd be like, "Yeah, in my back, but nothing." nothing. <laughs> like the back, I I got better, but. I had the MRI and yeah. found out that I had that. So that was like the pressing issue, yeah. like, you know? And so That's they put crazy. me on meds for me. I don't like medicine yeah. at all, at yeah. all. Like I don't. Yeah. Mm -mm. And so uh, I took like one, I think. And I was like, it's making me feel all nauseous and queasy and da, da, yeah. da, you know, and, um, I, I told the doctor and she was like, That's not the side effects of the medicine. And um, I was so burnt out from taking the pregnancy test because every it was such a disappointment. And so I refused to take them. But she was like, I cannot let you continue unless you take one. Yeah. And so um, I took one because I had to. Yeah. And I was pregnant. No. <laughs> and so, like, it was crazy because, like, I think God has, had, had, you know, had blessed us, you know, with, with Andon before I even took the medicine. Like, yeah. I don't even know if the tumor... Like, so what uh, happened? Did it just shrivel up? So the crazy part about it all is the pregnancy caused it to reverse. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, right, it, it it caused the tumor to reverse, like it never happened. Oh wow! It was like the same hormone that caused it to grow yeah. caused it to shrink. That's a blessing. And so it, it was. I mean, God is so. When you talk about like what things, yeah, we've had some trials, you know. Um, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Shortly after that, my husband was diagnosed with liver uh, a cancer. You've heard his testimony. Some of you have. And um, it was like back to back to back. But God just, you know, our faith was like on a 10. You know, we just knew. It was just like such a faith walk, yeah. you know. And so to see God bring us out of all these situations, like, you can't tell me what God right. can't do, you right. know? Right. Because He's done it for me so many times. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And so I know I was I can't I can't ask you how long you've been saved since you don't remember. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's been at least twenty years. I can say for certain. Um, twenty. I, I want to say twenty years. You do, know. But doing like those times, like you said, that was like four or five years. And not like not no, it wasn't twenty years. It was be sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. At and, least 16. I'll okay. say that. Okay. And then, like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and then Sorry, you have, like, um, but, like, I was asking people, like, what, like, scriptures was, like, you standing on? Because, I mean, 
I know everybody likes the good music and they like to like dance, you know. They don't do all that. Like music, music feels good. It's massages your emotions for the time being. Yeah, yeah, but soon as like it's over, you got to have like some kind of like you have to have some scripture where you're like, God, okay, God, this is your word. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, was there anything during that time? You're like, I'm just gonna hold on to this. Oh, yes. Matthew 6. Mm-hmm. Matthew 6, like the whole chapter, but specifically the verses that talk about take no thought. Yeah, for tomorrow, right? You know, because tomorrow is basically I'm prepared for phrasing big time, but uh, tomorrow is basically going to take care of itself. And if God, you know, if if He dresses the lilies yeah. in the field, how much more will He take care of His children? Right. And you know, um, anxiety is a big deal. Even now, people have issues with it, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I for one, um, you know, struggled. A lot with it, you know, yeah. and you know, the Bible says be anxious for nothing but everything it's, through prayer and stuff. Yeah, stuff like I realize why too, because I'm like that. It's because, like, you want to be in control. <laughs> so, like, I'm not gonna, like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I realize that's why, like, a lot of people they can just be like, oh, I'm like, no, like, even with work, I'll be like, no, like, it has to be perfect, like, I have to, to get like this yes. right, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's not, and it's not because, like, I'm not one of those people, like, I, I care about, like, what I do and yeah. what I put, and so I'm like, For sure. no. And so if it's not good, I'm like, no. I had it was X Y Z, Z cannot come before, <laughs> and that's the way it has to. Be. And that's that's probably the issue because again, I like to be in control. I don't know where that comes from, but um, but it's, when it's not right, you feel anxiety. Yeah, and so he's like, what is it? and like everything, and so like I understand. So that's why I'm like it's a big one. So like I thought about it like last year. That's what. Jesus, he, I talked about it two years ago now. Uh, Jesus went through and, in the garden. He's like, because in that moment, he's not in yeah, control. This yeah. is not what he's he not, wants, right. right? Like, he's, he's like, like this, this is yeah. ang- anxious about like what's ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, sometimes that's what we, I mean, he never knew what sin was, but he knows in order to fulfill mm-hmm. this, to I have to, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to take on something mm-hmm. that I never knew. And feel something I've never felt, right, which right, is right. which can be cause a lot of stress and oh, a lot of anxiety. The Bible absolutely. says he was praying to sweat and feel like <laughs> drops blood. of blood. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's heavy. And so um I mean I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's no, a great scripture, right? Like yeah, just to think about like you said, like you know, you deal with anxiety and a lot of church people, I mean, you can't get delivered sometimes until you can admit. I always think about the scriptures like somebody's heard a preacher talk about it. He's like, you know, talks about like how you have to confess to God vertically, right? We confess and we pray to God so he can forgive us. Yeah. But he talks about so you to be healed. You confess yes. and you talk to your brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, and read, confess reading, your that, reading that word, you know, calms you know, me down right a lot. You know, like, like it is essential that I'm in my word and that those scriptures like play in my head and you know the bible says he'll keep you in, in perfect peace it's you mine. know and, you know if you mind and so your mind is worried about things that you don't even know like you know the future like you we don't control none you're of making, that you're making it up you know what i'm saying <laughs> and so my mind is all over here but he said keep your mind stayed on me you know uh you know and and so i have to constantly you know, keep my mind on him because I mean, my my brain is going a million miles a minute, yep. like all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm right there. So, you know, you're you like know. you're trying to figure out like you're just going. You're like, man, I gotta shut my brain out Listen. so I can go to sleep. But yeah, like you said, like reading the word it helps you. Like if you can find those times to talk to God and focus on His word, and it brings you back. Uh, I love Matthew six because uh, then at the end. Talks about it, right? If we mm-hmm. seek him first, seek, him seek the kingdom and his righteousness, like you talked about, right? Like being real with God right. and getting out all the way with God. If I seek his righteousness, like he'll give me what I need. Like, yeah, I love it. Like, not just like because a lot of times we like the wants, he's like, he knows what we need, so he's gonna what give me what I need, like heart desires, all those things. I'll yeah. get all, all of that. So there's no need for me it. to sit there. And he's he has <laughs> proven that, you know, and he doesn't have to prove anything. Right. You know, uh, but in my life, that's why I love Matthew 6, just because um, he has proven that he's going to take care of me. And it may not be how I think it should be. Right. But he has never 
let me fall. Right. You know, and, um, you know, even when, you know, in the moments where it didn't even look like there was a way out, he has been there the whole time. And, you know, it's almost like when you look back and you'd be like, I should have messed up right there, but right. you didn't, you know, it just is a, a testament to his faithfulness, you right. know what I'm saying? And so, and his love towards, towards me, you know? Right. And so, and I say he's had his hand on my life, my whole life, you know, and the moments and the way he uses me and the way he chooses to use me. I just am in awe because I'm just thinking, you know, like right. the, the term for it these days is imposter syndrome. Like <laughs> who am I, you know what I'm saying? To be yeah. used like this, you yeah. know? That's great. So, I mean, I love it. Any other scriptures or was it just the only one? I well, mean, I mean, there's so many, Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but just pretty much that's the one that that's I it. like to mm -hmm. um, go back to um, and then be anxious for nothing, right. you know, but everything, you know, yeah. through prayer and supplication. Yeah. They, um, uh, I would, I was, I mean, I would ask people to like the songs like um, that they listen to because again, they do. Then somebody else might be like, oh, I need to go listen to that song. I may be going oh, through. <laughs> I know y'all like songs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's my house. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, my husband, I mean, he sings uh -huh. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> very loudly and at the most inopportune seemingly times. And I mean, anyways, but yeah, that's, that's a part of our family. Um, but the song I mentioned earlier, uh, CC Winans. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I typically like, you know anything? I like old school. I like I love me some John P. Key and Fred Hammond. Yeah. You know, prior to some of the yeah newer stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Fred Hammond. But always as gets long like, like this, the words, the lyrics. You know, I like the lyrics, and I prefer not to watch like the videos because, yeah. like, if I see the video, it don't make sense. Like, it don't just, go with like why? Like why? <laughs> why you mess this good song up with this crazy stuff you got on here? So, um. You know, I like stuff, you know, with a good beat, something I can clap to um, when I'm working out. You know, give me something with the beat. What's the workout songs? Oh, man. Really like, it, but, yeah. like, for me, when I'm running, it's the shouting songs. Like, something like, <laughs> look, because that's what you're doing anyway when you're shouting. Right. <laughs> you you're basically, running. you know, it's just that beat. You're like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. You know, and so thinking about, you know, God's goodness while you're running you know, takes your brain completely off of right. how tired you are, right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, I mean, it just depends on what, what mood I'm in. Mm -hmm. um, but I like, you know, the Maverick Cities, you know, mm -hmm. the um, Chan, uh, what's his name? Chandler Moore. Is it Chandler Moore? In Maverick City. <laughs> okay. Is he in the now? But it's, it's the other guy. Uh, oh. I forgot his name, but anyway. But that type of music, like yeah. when I'm in a, a worship. Right. You know, Fred Hammond you know. has gotten the most like, I mean, like, person to listen to. I feel like everybody, everybody likes goes Fred. back to like Fred. I don't, I don't have any like, I don't feel like I have any favorites. You know, I have like favorite songs like "Let It Rise." Uh, that's one. <laughs> Let it rise. Uh, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> I would not have ever seen you <laughs> that that, and then like just oh, like the whole like live at Azusa. Albums like all of those Carlton Pearson, all this, all, all three of those, like without skipping. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Like, I love, I love all of those because I don't know, it feels like real, like mm. it was being real. Like, back oh, then. yeah, for uh, sure. when you look at when you like you talk about like videos and stuff like that. Um, if you actually go back and look at videos like that, it wasn't like it wasn't a quote unquote seg segregated church. Yeah. It was everybody, everybody coming together. in to praise yeah, the like, Lord, it, right? Yeah, so sure. it wasn't like um he talks about it and then like it wasn't about like you know skin color or anything yeah. like that. It was literally just, just about we here to praise and serve God and give That's God it. praise. So I uh I love all of that. It's basically the second one. So it's like my favorite album ever. So really I'm gonna have to go back, you know, I hear bits and pieces of the song depending on what um artist i'm listening to on pandora but yeah. um one one of my favorite i'm gonna have to say is a tape but it was it, this is when i found it it was, it was a tape whenever i <laughs> first listened to it it's not a tape anymore obviously but um it was donnie mcclurkin's yeah uh I, I don't even know the name of the album uh but it had like again on there it was had hail jesus uh 
know. Uh, I don't know. It, but Devin McCray so had some. It, it was a really, you know, really great album. And, yeah. like, it got me through some really tough times, you yeah. know. Because sometimes it's just like, yeah, I just need something. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and sometimes they can testify to, like, what you're dealing with yeah. too, right? You know, and songs have memories, you know, because when you hear a song, you're like, oh yeah, I was going through this, or we were on vacation when yeah. that song came out. And then you go we... back to praising God. Yeah, yeah, it takes you back. Because right. music is so powerful, right? You yeah. know, and so um, I, I love music. I love music. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, I guess you know, before we get out of here, like, is there any? Thing you would like to leave to the listeners. I always like give people a space to just like there may be something on your heart, maybe something you like, you know. I mean, I don't know. God's always speaking to his children, anyway. Oh, stuff. absolutely, absolutely. You know, I just would uh, encourage everybody to just be obedient to God's will in his ways for your life. You know, mm. um, I think sometimes obedience can be underrated. Like mm. you don't have to understand everything when you think you need to understand it. Right. You know, if you just be obedient, right. You know, um, and consistent. Yeah. Then things will start to make sense. And when you look back, you'll understand why you had to go through certain things. Um, to get to where you are now. Obedience keeps your integrity high. The Bible talks about how obedience is better than to sacrifice. And oh, a lot absolutely. of people, they feel like, well, I'm sacrificing, I'm going to church, and I'm doing all that. But you're not obedient to him. You're not obedient to his word. And so that's a lot of times why things are not working out in your life. Exactly. You're wondering why it's still a mess yeah. because you're not, yeah. you're not obedient. Yeah. It doesn't matter what sacrifice, what yeah. offering you bring, yeah. how much you give, yeah. if you're not willing to be obedient. You even, and then like, Obedience and serving God sometimes is not going to take you to places that you think you should go. Joseph right. ended up in a pit. He ended up, in, and that's <laughs> why you know, possibly <laughs> talked about the ways, the right. ways of God. So sometimes the ways of God, you don't understand. Like my yeah. dad died. I, I never mentioned that, but right. he died when I was twenty. Uh, uh, I guess twenty-one, I think, mm -hmm. and you know that could have been a little bit of a spiral of you know a little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. The, the cause of me. Wanting, you know, and you don't understand when, especially when you have, when you know, when you lose a loved one, right? You don't understand how this could actually benefit me, you know, <laughs> like right, right. how could this ever make sense, right? You know, um, but God has His ways, and when we say we always sing song, yes, Lord, and use me, Lord, right? And I want to be a vessel, and when God chooses to use you, you'd be like, wait, God, not like this, like right. I want to be used like this. Yeah, you, you, you know, we don't understand everything all the time, right. but I think obedience covers all of that. You yeah. just have to do what He says to do, and again, you'll understand it better by and by. Right. <laughs> you know? Thanks for coming, bro. Before I mean, I will say like, um, hopefully, I know people have been blessed by the podcast, but also like. I was gonna say your website. What's your website for your clothes? Oh, my clothes. Um, two and nine. Okay. Modfit.com. Yeah, repeat that. Um, that would be <laughs> the so T W O A N D N I N E M O D F I T dot com. Okay. There, yeah, you yeah. got that. They can go there and like <laughs> check out like all the wonderful items and clothes yeah, you got. You know. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm, I know people were blessed by the podcast. It's an amazing story of like somebody that was willing to be obedient to God, even with not understanding. Um, so I know people are going to continue to be blessed by it. And hopefully somebody will heed, maybe somebody's not being obedient. It's like this is exactly yeah. what they needed to hear. And I hope I hope it blesses somebody. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for coming by. Uh, until next time, we're going to go ahead and roll the outro. <laughs>